Alexander Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, Status Community Outreach Liaison of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Any chance of me getting promoted um, or or reinstated, I should say? Anytime soon? Anytime soon. Am I I still the... uh, Status community outreach liaison, or have I moved I mean, back up to to chairman of the uh, projectiles and building materials uh, uh, committee? Um, okay, here's what we can do. How about we do this? We could move you up to the. And I got to put it back up there. So, <laughs> so you were the chairman of it, right? I, I I think I was originally the chairman of the uh building projectiles uh, or, or uh projectiles and building materials committee uh back during the protests when they were throwing bricks you know everyone was uh, taking photographs of pallets of bricks places and saying they were pre-staged for the protesters you know so that's uh that's when i was in charge of that because of course we were delivering bricks to the protesters to uh you know throw through windows and that sort of thing um and now if you notice I- hang on a second if you notice the moment i was demoted the riot stopped and there were no more throwing bricks. See, it's it, it's it's caused a ripple effect out there in the, in the universe. So we really need to fix this. We're, I think you're, you're, as soon as I get caused a, a a different kind of timeline. Yeah, I, I think that uh, <laughs> you're right. you fractured the fucking timeline again. God damn it! Damn it! <laughs> you got to quit doing that. So I think if I were to get reinstated, uh, probably there would be more uh, more riots, more chaos, and uh, more brick throwing, and that's a great thing. Here's where I'm willing to go right now. Hmm. This is what I'm willing to do. You're going to be the probational chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Business Committee of the West Central Florida okay. Professional Anarchist. First of all, I Local don't, Chapter 150. I don't think probational is a word. <laughs> Come on. It didn't, no, it's a word. No, it's a thing. I, I think it's probationary, not probational. Well, in this organization, you are the probational. Well, we are because anar- in this, we are anarchists, so we can make so up our I own can, words. Yeah, so. you can take your Webster rules and you can shove them up your ass. <laughs> I, I like it. All right, <laughs> so I'm the probational. What am I now? You're the probational chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151. And I will continue to say it all the way. <laughs> I'm not going to give you just part of it, right? Because you know why. Because it's like come sail away on South Park, right? And we're just going there. Okay, so I, I got it, I got it. So are it, you picking up what I'm putting when, down? When sir? I'm tempted to go to a, like a, a zoning committee meeting, uh, I'll, I'll be like, "No, nah, man, I, sorry, I can't go. I'm on probation." <laughs> <laughs> You're, no, 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 I can't go. I'm probational. <laughs> I'm probational. I like it. I like no, it. I think it's good. All right, go. I think you can use that as an excuse for a whole lot of different things. Do I need to swear back in? Um, no, no, no. You're good because I'm happy to do it. Um, I, Adrian Wiley, do solemnly swear that I believe in nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So help me. So help me nobody. (laughs) Actually, I think that's the uh, the nihilist creed. 
we're a little bit different. We just oh. don't want the government, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I got you. Well, hello, everybody. Sorry that we had to do it on Sunday, but unfortunately, I had to do a convention this weekend. Yeah, you fucked up my whole weekend, dude. No, I'm sorry. You know, here I am sitting in the middle of my only day off, uh, having to sit in a relatively hot and stuffy room. It's not hot and stuffy. Your with, ass with your ugly ass. You I'm know? a beautiful looking man. By and the you way. are not a beautiful looking man. I'm a definitely beautiful. Looking no, man. you weren't a beautiful. Look. And I had to go to your house to fucking kick you in the belly to get you out of bed. Well, I wasn't, but in all fairness, well, bed, I wasn't in bed. Bed wasn't the right word. You were fucking passed out on the garage floor. On the garage floor, on too, the garage by the way. fucking floor. On the floor. non-air conditioned garage floor. Yeah, right, dude. Love and life. Your house is always a very strange place. It is. You know, you are a very, very adaptable person. What do you mean by that? The fact that you can be like, okay, I'll sleep on the garage floor and be like totally okay with that. Yeah. I mean, I gave Kelly shit in the morning when I got up. Like, yeah, I but gave still. her a little shit, but yeah. I mean, I, I was just fucking around. The, the dynamics of your house constantly change. You know, the dynamics of my house change, and I'm like uh, spiraling into the bowels of depression. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm ready to, I want to pick fights with old men because I need <laughs> <laughs> the, the emotional outlet. You know what I'm saying? And you, it's like, oh, we, we got a family of five moving in? No problem. Oh, we got six more dogs. I'm cool. Yeah. You know. Oh, I got to sleep on the garage floor. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Well, Kelly yeah. was sick, so. Yeah. So she was self quarantining. Well, yeah, I guess so. You know, uh, my wife and I don't really do that. Ever, never. Not really. You know, we just kind of like uh, we figure if one of us is going to get sick, we're both going to get sick. We just tough it out. I think we used to. That was the, here's the thing. I will say this. I think that is one behavior in my household that post COVID will ch- has changed. Yeah. Yeah. It COVID seems to has be. changed that. Yeah. Because we always, you know why? Because we're always, if, if one of us can get sick and the other ones don't, right. then we, the other ones can work. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and I, everybody's got different important shit to do. I, yeah. And I get that. But when COVID went through our house in uh, December of 19, uh, both my boys had it. You know, they had really mild cases. They were just like, man, I can't shake this cough type of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I got a bad case, but Dawn never really got it. Mm. So. You or know. maybe just her symptoms were nothing then. Yeah. She, she might just had zero symptoms. You know, I guess it's so, you know, so contagious that she probably did get it. But, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah. But now we, we were never like that. Yeah. We still sleep in the same bed. Eh, no, yeah. I mean, I, I, sometimes I mean, I don't. Here's the thing. We, we try not to exchange fluids it. as much, but, you know, you know, some, well, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. People <laughs> right. got needs. Yeah. People got fucking needs. Yeah. Man. <laughs> All right. So where I was this weekend was at the RLC's National Convention Statist. in in, uh, in Florida. Mm-hmm. Now, I wasn't a delegate. I was just an attendee and a volunteer, and that's all my my whole my whole role was there. I wouldn't say you were a volunteer. Well, okay, I wasn't a volunteer. Yeah, you get paid to do that. Well, I, yeah. So I was there in my capacity. To, and here's the thing: like, for one of the jobs that I do have out there, because I do have some other jobs out there, one of them is to help them with what they do with their social media and their emails. Right. And so I work with Matt. Matt and I is the chair of the of the party. Matt and I, I the science guy. Matt and I the science guy. Nice. And Matt so, and, I, and I, the Liberty guy, huh? Matt and I, the science guy. I'm going to actually call Matt and I, Matt and I the science I, guy. I'm now. sure he's heard that before. Oh, he has? Yeah. I've never called him that. Well, I'm sure other people have. Okay. It's like everyone's, every time someone says, yo, Adrian, to me, it's like, holy shit. I've, I've never heard that before. You know, here's the thing. Do I really ever say that to you, though? No, you don't, but uh, people do. I know. You know? I, I just haven't even thought. Now that I've thought and to if do you that, meet now me I'll and, do it. If you meet me and say, yo, Adrian, to me, we're probably never going to be friends. <laughs> just letting you know now. <laughs> like that's one of the that's a thing. That's as, as usually a strong indicator that I'm I'm not going to like you. Yeah. 
Probably because if if that's the uh, if that's the best you can come up with, uh, you don't have a game. like you're just so basic. Yeah, right. You're you're too basic for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it is. So you went to the RLC convention. Yep. And so I worked. The, I worked. The, all I did was work the um, the registration desk, and um, <laughs> I worked the dinner on Saturday night. And I'll explain that part here in a second, though. Yeah. First off. Anyone who's been a little uh, to a political convention knows what goes on on the Saturday night dinner. Yeah. Because it's the same no matter which one you go to. Well, it was different this time. Was it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. By me. Oh. <laughs> I'll explain why. All right. I'll explain why. So, look, I go there on Saturday. Let me give some let me give some differences between the two. One, way more drugs at the LP convention. Well, yeah. So, and better quality, I'm sure. I, I again, Without no look, I think that Republicans still do weed in their room. They right. don't do it out where everybody's at. Where right, the Libertarians did it out where everybody's at. Yeah, but it was also different hotels too. So yeah. like you know, outside their front porch, they're uh, you know they're Puritans. I guess so. So, um, also another thing I noticed, by the way, with this convention and the other convention, is the diversity of the crowd within both of these conventions has changed. Not dramatically as much for the RLC, but significant enough to where you can notice a difference. Right. Both in men and women and both in nationality or both in race. So what you're saying now, it's only 97% white guys. No, 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 no. I'm talking, look, I think when it comes to the men-women ratio, you're right. looking at a 60-40 split. Yep. When you're coming to the ethnicity ratio, you're not going to the exactly what the population is. But you're a hell of a lot closer now. Right. I mean, surprisingly so. Right. Like, I was just like, wow, this is... Diverse. Yeah. Like, I, I'm... Here's the thing. I Did, can't believe that that's a... I mean, look, for as long as we were involved, it wasn't like that. And now we take a couple years off and you come back and all of a sudden it's all like that, you know? Like, right. what the fuck? Right. What was I doing? Right. Well, <laughs> like, it, I almost feel a little bad for me. Right. <laughs> and for you, like, like who, were we only attracting these people? I mean, we weren't attracting any of these people. Right. Yeah, go figure. What the fuck were we doing? Yeah. We uh, we needed out. we needed some affirmative action going on. Well, it's not even that. I mean, well, I mean, it's not even that cuz there can be there voluntarily, so that's what makes it beautiful. But Oh, no, no, no. It doesn't work without the force of government. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny though is so uh Byron Donald's there, Congressman Donald's is there, which I've known Byron Donald's for a long time actually. Like I've known, he was running for office when I was running for office back in 2010. Yeah, the name's familiar. I, I don't know if he's I, a big black I guy. Yeah. He goes to Congress. He's a great guy though. Like I love Byron Donalds. He's actually a really, really cool guy. And yeah. super down to earth. He does he's not and he's won some races before. So he's not let but he st when he started off, he was just a grassroots guy like like you know, like we were, except for right. he decided to run the GOP. Right. But he was there and um it just he's kind of funny. You know what I mean? Like so he can we, so during the let me get to the to the dinner convention. Right. So uh, Representative Sabatini was there, or he, yeah, he's still representative. But Anthony Sabatini from Florida is here, yeah. really good, and he votes very, very well. Caused a lot of trouble up there. And then Byron Donalds was there, and Thomas Massey was there. Mm -hmm. And so basically, uh, Byron Donalds and Thomas Massey both spoke at the dinner. Right now, beforehand, they always make the um, placards. Right? You ever know that? You know the pla uh, okay. The political campaign signs, they yeah. make them bigger than normal, and then they put either somebody's put somebody's logo, not logo, but their picture and like a quote of theirs. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did Like this. for the speakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, well, they did it for the speakers. Right. But they did small ones for the speakers, not with a quote, but just with their face. Right. I had the speaker sign each one of the ones that they did. Mm -hmm. And the RLC 
had me do the douching. Oh, <laughs> the douching. Okay. <laughs> now, none of them understood right. what the douching meant, by the way. Right. So okay. I would tell people, oh, you want me to do the douche? And none of, none, and none of them knew what I was talking our, about. None of our listeners Every, know that at no, all. No, no, I know. And yeah. I, I'm doing that for effect, by the way. I'll okay. explain what the douching is in a second. There's some of them that know. Yeah. There's some of them that know. Yeah, there's we've a few that know. The floor. We've, yeah. we've said this on the show before. This is an Easter egg. And a, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's a payoff for those that have been listening for a while. Right. But... So they asked me, they, you know, they asked me to do the So douche. you were the douche. But they didn't give me an idea on what to do for the douche. Right. So I'm like, you know what, man? I'm going to fucking, I'm going to auction off all these fucking signs. But right. I perfect. saw Marcos Moreiro do it in, in um, I saw Marcos Moreiro do it in um, the LP one. Once again, Republicans stealing shit from libertarians. That's what happened. <laughs> so I go there and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Now, here's the thing. So they're like, Alec, and they didn't tell me this until like a couple hours beforehand. They're like, well, we want you to run the AV for the, um, for the dinner. The AV? Yeah. Like run audio visual. Yeah, I I know what it stands for, but why would they choose you? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not very good with buttons and levers and knobs. Well, no, but why would you want to give me control over what's going to get played on the fucking screen? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I get the control right, and everything's running behind because conventions, everything's run behind. So it's kind of quiet in there. So I start playing Dean Martin. <laughs> I start uh, nice. playing Frank Sinatra. Yeah, you can't go wrong playing, with that. I'm just I'm just playing music, yeah. and I played the Kevin Spacey version of. Um, <laughs> Of, um, of uh, somewhere beyond the yeah, sea, yeah, 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 beyond the sea. I played the Kevin Spacey version. <laughs> nobody knew the difference, by the way. Like nobody knew the. Well, difference. yeah, it's just because he sounds really good. Oh, Somebody yeah. asked me, I said, "Was that Bobby Darren?" I'm like, "No, no, it was Kevin Spacey." <laughs> you know the pedophile. Yeah. Now, and I had a couple, and I had a couple. You know, I had a couple. As soon as they told me I was going to be able to do the douche, I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm going to take right, drinks. yeah, like I'm going to really make this work." Yeah. So you need to asshole it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. to, have to. Oh yeah. So here's the thing. Let me now. I'll give the the definition of the douche. So what the douche is is what happened was is a bunch of years back, Wes Benedict came to Florida. Right to and, to the Florida LPF convention, and this is when uh, Alex and I were actually running uh, the uh, the party. Okay, we ran the show. Right, and uh, you know, basically, we had done these before, and uh, you know, the the fundraising on the dinner was like eh, kind of lackluster, you know, and we we'd raise some money, but it was never you know a, a huge windfall. Yeah, yeah, it was never the what you should have raised. Right, and so we told this to Wes Benedict, who we didn't really like too much at the time. No, no, and Wes got up and acted like a fucking complete dick. Yeah. And we were getting angry about it at first. Right. Until the checks started rolling in. Right, right. Like berating people. You folks are not giving enough. You know, you need, you really need to step up because you just aren't doing it. You know what I'm saying? And just like really. Browbeat them. Browbeat them, you know. Acting like, like a walking bag. up to tables, seeing someone getting out of their checkbook and say, no, no, no. Write a bigger check than that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> people would. And they would. Yeah. yeah. To our amazement. Right. Because we're yeah. like, what the fuck is going on in here? Yeah. Go figure that in a room full of libertarians, all you needed to do was tell them what to do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so it worked out really, really well. So what they did was, is they're like, Alex, we want you, you know, Alex can do it in between the dinner stuff, right? Right. So I'm looking around like, what am I going to do? Am I just going to go up there and just ask for money? I'm like, this is going to be weird. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to auction shit off. Right. So I, I talked to Bob and I'm like, hey, because he has some signs that they're going to use for their Florida stuff later on too. And I'm like, but some of the stuff I can use for, um, I can use for, uh, 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 for this one, for I can the, the the national can take all the money, so I go up there and I start auctioning off all this stuff. Now you got to remember, I'm auctioning off a Thomas Massey sign sign with Thomas Massey in the room, right? And so I'm oh, right. making fun of him at the same time. So I get an opportunity to go on stage and kind of pick on him right. at the exact same time. 
Sabatini's up there, right? And Sabatini's a good-looking dude. And I'm like, and I saw him on the station. I'm like, I'm not gay, but this is a great-looking sign. Like, I just, <laughs> I'm just saying outrageous shit on the stage, right? Just right. Saying the, I'm, I'm going as far as I think I can go, which is probably further than I should have gone. Right. But people are cracking the fuck up on it though. And I've had a couple drinks already. And so there's everybody else in the room. Right. And they got the bar in the room too. Yeah. So I'm just saying all whatever I can say. Like Byron Donalds is right here. Look at this sign. He signed it. And this. And I'm going. We've got 25, 25, 25, 50. 50, 75, we've got $200 over there to the man in the blue. Like, right. And I'm just back and forth, right? Some of those signs went for like 500 bucks a sign. Nice. So it, they made, yeah. you know, they raised a lot of money. And I was on stage fucking having a great time. Like it was, because I was, I still had some, like I had to drive home, so I didn't want to get drunk, right? Right. So, but I, I wanted to have a good, like I wanted to start the night with a buzz, right? So I had a buzz going on in the room. And with, with a nice buzz going on in the room, and everybody's having a good time. By the dinner that night, everybody's having a good time. Right. right. And so, and they had like 200 and something people in that room. Yeah. And it just was, and I knew, the thing is this, the other thing about it is, because I knew enough people in the audience, and I knew who they were, I knew enough of the crowd that I could actually, you know, point to the, you know, point to John over there for this, point to Nancy over there right. for this. John's trying to paint his house up with this one. He's, you know, Nancy, you know, I just was naming right. off names exactly. and stuff. Yeah. You know, and Massey's only came, went for like 250. I'm like, well, I guess MIT doesn't pay what he used to pay. And just move, <laughs> like, I would just say shit. And he's cracking up too. Like, Massey's having a good time. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't know if this caused these guys to do this, but Byron Donalds, he had to give his speech. He gave a good speech. Like, he, But it was funny, though. Like right. it, was, it was enjoyable. Yeah. And then Massey came up, and he was like, who's going to get sassy with Massey? And like <laughs> it was just funny shit. Right. And Massey's, and look, Massey's a genius. I mean, he's an right. MIT grad. He's a, yeah. you know, yeah. he's, he owns five patents. Oh, no kidding. I didn't know Oh, that. yeah, he has yeah. five patents. Hmm. And so he had a good time up there. He even got to talk about, he talked about all the times that Trump called him up to yell at him. Yeah. And people were laughing in the room. It wasn't as much laughter, but when you went to the end of it, like when he made his point, his point was like, I was doing this because they were spending $2 trillion. You can't boo him for that because you have to be like, and, he, and he's like, look, I like Trump. I don't hate Trump. Like right. he's like, I don't hate Trump. He, matter of fact, I, 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 and he told this joke. We're not sorry, story. He said that, in Kentucky, when he's running for Congress, he put his name on one side of the sign and the Trump and Trump's name on the other side of the sign. Yeah. And this one old woman picked up one of the signs and took it from her, or took two of the signs. And so he was like, great. You know, it's awesome that she did that. He drove by her house, <laughs> fucking chick, put them both together so you couldn't see Thomas Massey's <laughs> name on the sign. <laughs> and so, which is just funny. Smart as, woman. Yeah, I mean, just funny as shit, right? So... So he told this story and stuff and went up there and then I got to go back and forth and, you know, cause I went up a couple times and did what right. I was doing cause I didn't want to do all of it one time. And so, you know, it ended up and, and I had, and again, I don't, I don't know how much they raised. I didn't like, I didn't count the numbers, right. but just from the, just from that alone, I think I might've been about three or four grand. Yeah. Like it, it might've been a good amount. I didn't even do all the signs cause I didn't have enough time. Everything was running behind. So the other thing is this, there's a new person now that has the coin. Are they a subscriber? No. Oh. I had to make I had to make a call. Who has a coin? Thomas Massey. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I give Massey a coin. <laughs> you can beat me on if you can beat me. I don't. Like. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, That's why I never lose the Republican I mean, political I mean, thing. I, I yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I, look, I, Thomas Massey is probably the best congressman 
There is. Yes. Um, but by the same token, pony up your fucking <laughs> pony up your 10 bucks a month, pal. <laughs> well, I will say this. Okay. You don't get a coin without Hold it. Hold on. Hang on. Maybe, uh, I'll, maybe I'll give you a reason. Okay. So one of the signs that we got was a Biden sign with a mask on that said obey like it was they live. <laughs> right. Yeah. Massey bought that sign and is putting it in his office in Congress. Oh, that's funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. He made the bid for it. Yeah. He bid 200 for it, right? Right. He made the bid and I told the crowd and he said he was going to do with it. Yeah. Nobody else bid on this one. <laughs> we're giving it we're giving it for 200 bucks to him. Yeah. I'm like, "Don't bid. I'm not even going to look at you." <laughs> <laughs> I even said, and then the crowds are on the stage being like, nobody bid, nobody bid. This thing's going to Congress. Right. Uh, people, I, I can't wait to see a picture of this one. Yeah. Like, I really can't wait to see a picture of that. So I think for that one alone, we may have to give a pass. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll let it slide. But uh, so. Got the, you know what? Actually, no, I'm not going to let it slide. Let it slide. It, no, on, no, guy. it fucking pisses me off. The We have a, a fucking congressman, part of the fucking problem. You know, now we got a fucking, you know, anarchist guild coin up in fucking Congress. Yeah. The thing that, ah, no, you piss me off. You piss For a moment, I got caught up in the story, but no, that is just fucking wrong. Oh, come on. It's a good. No, that is no, fucking you, wrong. You see, that's why you don't fully get it yet. There's a Molotov cocktail up in Washington, D.C. right now with your name all over it. Yeah, for a guy sitting there voting on the budget increases. You know what I'm he, saying? Well, he always votes no. I, I, I don't care. He lives off the grid. He's part of the. He's basically look, an anarchist. Look, as. No, how can you fucking say that? Well, he's in fucking Congress. He rules over us. Well, he doesn't. He is part of the the machine that oppresses us. He's laying his hands. God, he's, do he's I sound up. like Che Guevara or something? A little bit, a little bit, <laughs> but it's true, man. No, it's not. It's, a, it's too much of a he's dichotomy. It's a fucking oxymoron. He's up there, he's a fucking up there congressman everything. can't be a fucking part of the anarchist guild. Of course they can. You know what? He ha he has the coin, but there's no way in hell he can be a member. Wow. I, I, you know, actually, maybe I, I might have to go back up there and get the coin from him. <laughs> you know, I'm fucking driving up to D.C. and and knocking on his office door, say, hey, give me the coin back. You've driven longer for less of a valid reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've I'm driven 2,000 miles to get some chicken. <laughs> I will say this. I'm just lucky that it's it's going to take more than a day for you to drive up there or you'd leave right now. Uh, yeah, probably so. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I gave him my coin. I bequeathed him my coin. <laughs> you bequeathed him. Is that and that's isn't that the right word? <laughs> bequeath, bequeath, not bequeath. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I realize now what that might, sounded like. Might want to might want a little enunciate there, but uh, yeah. So, well, that uh, look, it, it sounds like an interesting time, but uh, yeah, I, I do have a little bit of an issue with the the anarchist guild thing. Okay, yeah, you know, my bad. Yeah, don't do that again. Okay, especially not, especially not. To a fucking part of the machine that we're trying it's to Thomas eliminate. Massey. He's a beautiful guy. Well, like I said, of all congressmen, he is the best. Or Congress people don't want to be gender biased. Um, but they uh, are them. Yeah. Use your use your right pronouns, Adrian. I don't understand that. Um, <laughs> but but still, it just it feels so wrong. It feels so wrong. Let it grow on you. Yeah, I, I, it's going to get worse. I can tell right now. I can probably tell. Yeah. You so. But so and well, by the way, though, Annie, one of our listeners was there as well. OK. And so I talked to her for a little bit and her husband, who I'd never met before. Yeah. Um, he's not really involved in politics, not really into it. Right. Which good for him, actually, by the way. Yeah. He's he probably more. He just longed for the drinks, huh? Yeah, basically. <laughs> nice. But he, I will. Say I would have rather you gave him the anarchist guild coin. Oh, sorry. Yeah. At any rate, 
Um, but he does not think you exist. Yeah. How does that work? Just doesn't he doesn't think you're think, real. Doesn't he, think you're real. He doesn't think I'm real. Doesn't think you're real. <laughs> I don't even know what to think of that. Here's the thing, though. So, but I'm going to talk you into doing an event at, at Dunedin Brewery, one of our coin events at okay. Dunedin Brewery, and then that way he'll be able to meet you. Oh, is he uh, local? Yeah, they live in Pinellas. Oh shit. Okay. So. Yeah. Then. Yeah, he should know I exist then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what it is? Adrian exists. Government shouldn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but we had, you know, we had a good time there. Like I said, it was a lot of fun. There were some people I haven't seen in a long time. And another thing is this. So, like, a lot of those people in that room haven't seen me since I lost a bunch of weight. Right. So, some people also didn't recognize me there either. Yeah. And then they did. Like, oh, Alex, hey. Look, dude, it's not the weight. It's just you've not aged well. What do you mean I'm not oh, aged you, well? You, you've turned into one ugly motherfucker. Right? I, I didn't want to be mind. the one to say it. You're out of your fucking but, mind. Oof, yeah. I'm better looking now than I've ever been. I'm at my fucking prime right now. <laughs> yeah, you you are at your fucking prime mate right now because you look like a fucking monkey boy. What do you mean I look like? Oh, you're talking about my beautiful hair? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all short. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, the, the heavy brow ridge with the unibrow. I mean, dude, it's well, just. Well, hold on. The yeah. unibrow just happens, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's nothing yeah. to do about that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes Wait, I get a Yeah, cut, there is. Though. It's called a fucking razor. Yeah, but I don't want to be the one that has to do that, though. I save that for the barber. I, I get that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to fucking go. I'll fuck it up. Like, I know I'll fuck it up. Yeah, I usually have my eyebrows done when I go get my Brazilian waxes, you know, so. <laughs> you just got a visual, didn't you? <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, hold on. You know, don't say you're welcome for that. Yeah. The last thing I need is to watch your fucking hairy ass get a fucking Brazilian fucking. Oh my god. Yeah. You know how painful that would be for you. Oh, I have no idea, but I, I don't want to try. You don't want anything no. to do with that shit. I mean, no. you don't want anything to do with that shit. Yeah. I'm, just gonna say I, that I'm pretty sure I don't want that. All right. So also last week, a lot of very important things happened. We haven't even got to certain things yet. But one other thing that happened last week, though, is that Adrian got his first house cleaning. Yeah, yeah, I did. By so another a- fir- girl fights the dust. Adrian was now has now become on the uh, on the cleaning schedule for the yeah. company and took part in the first cleaning. Yeah, I find it very odd, though. I, I I've always found it odd to have people cleaning your house. Well, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so hold on. So just so you know, when Adrian called me up and I, we scheduled this thing up. I actually did some notes in the system. We have this this software program. And in the program, we actually have notes to put in the program. And so I knew that the team was going out to Adrian's house. So this is what I wrote. <laughs> this is Adrian's house. This is the guy who does the show with Alex. Don't give him anything that can be used to bust Alex's balls with. <laughs> Says it in the notes, so, in the company notes. So the first thing I did when Caden got there, it's like, uh, so uh, hey, give me all the dirt on Alex. <laughs> She's like, no, you're not looking here. Here's this. And look, look what you wrote to me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, they did a fantastic job. Yes. Yeah. Don was very happy. So, and uh, we gave him our old vacuum because we got a new vacuum. Nice. Yeah. So it's a, it's a shark too. Yeah, no, we get, that's the ones we get a lot of. Yeah. Like, yours was actually in line with ones we get most of the time anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what Caden said. Even though we have a fucking graveyard of them shits that ain't even... That ain't yeah, even, I feel I got, like, it. 10 of them in a graveyard right <laughs> Everybody now. Everybody gives you their old vacuums? No, no, no. no those are the, some of the ones we've gone through. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We, oh, we, I imagine. We go through yeah, a vacuum you just, like you kill them all style. the time, yeah. So. Vacuums are not... They're not long for this world when we get them. Yeah, but that's... Uh, you know, it, it is very odd to me to have uh, people coming in and, and cleaning my house, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just an odd kind of thing. I, I don't know what it is. It's just like... <sighs> And again, I, I'm not 
equating this in any way, but it's just like I never understood people who have people doing things in their house for them. Like, especially people who, like, you know, have a, 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 a full-time maid or a cook or a butler or things like that. That just seems so foreign to me. You know? Now, I understand what you're... I, I do understand what you're saying because yeah. we have a couple houses that we go to. There's one house in particular that we go to that we send a person there every day right. from 9 to 5 all day long. Yeah, yeah. And that's all they do. They work that house. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, two times during a week, we send two people there. Yeah, I just find that very strange. I, I you know... So it's a it's a hard adjustment for me to uh, have someone in my house cleaning stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I wonder if a lot of people feel like that, or uh, you know, I know my wife doesn't. She's like, oh, hallelujah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, I think a lot. Most people do though. Well, I, there's some people I know that have. A lot, I mean, I'm not going to mention their names on the air, but there's right. some people that I know that have a lot of money that would never even think in a million years to have one there. Right. Right. That, that wouldn't do it. Yeah. That they do it themselves. They do it all themselves. Yeah. You know. And but there's some people that just look. That's the thing, too. This is not one of those only rich people have it either, by the way. Right. Like, there are people that, oh, yeah, it's not that, that have expensive. just enough money. They have just enough money to afford to do it that they do it. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not crazy expensive. No, no, no. Yeah. It's not crazy expensive. But at the same time, you know, my prices keep going up and up and up. So, right. Like, we just keep raising the prices. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, okay. So, we'll get past that, though, because there is something we do need to talk about, though. Hmm. And that is the murder of John McAfee. Yeah. And I use the word murder because that motherfucker was killed. You think so? Okay. So if you don't know what happened, John McAfee was in a Spanish prison getting ready to be, and the U.S. was trying to extradite him back to the to the U.S. Right. Now, McAfee was fighting this, and there, the, they, they did make a motion in the court that, that got through that the extradition went through. Now, this wasn't John McAfee's last chance he could have still. He could have fought it. He could have put it on appeal. Could have fought it. Right. It wasn't over. Right. So he, it wasn't like that. That was the triggering event for him. The second thing is he put out a post uh, a long time ago on Twitter that said that if you ever find him being hung in prison, he did not kill himself. Right. On the side of his body, he put something. You know, I forget what he put on the side of his body. Something like he tattooed himself saying, "I won't hang myself." The day of that this happened, he told his wife that he'd call him back tonight that he call her back tonight. Right. Everybody said he was in a good mood in prison. Some of the prison guards have said, I don't think he I don't think he I what I've heard about that is is that some of the prison guards was like, I, I don't know why he would have killed himself. Right. His his um cellmate who he liked and got along with was just somewhere else at the time. Right. He he's too much of an egotistical guy to fucking hang himself. You just keyed in on it. You just keyed in on it. I think he knew his time was coming to an end. He didn't look good. I think he realized that, you know, he was either going to spend the rest of his life in prison or, you know, he was getting pretty old. I wouldn't be surprised if he had some health issues going on. Um, and I think he just wanted to go out and, like, leave that controversy. You know what I'm saying? I think it was the ultimate troll job. I mean, like that that last minute Instagram post that he put up that just said Q. Oh, it was after he was dead, though. Yeah. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then that was probably someone, you know, that was well, probably no, you can wife. always set that stuff up. Oh, can you? Yeah, you can preset it up. OK, I, mean, um, I don't know who put it up, though. So I don't I, I don't yeah, know who, who, put who, it up. who knows how, how that worked out. But um, I think that there's a very because I, I have to ask myself who would want him dead? You know, who with um, the resources to get to him in prison would want him dead? 
And the answer is nobody really. You know, here's the thing. And, uh, you know, he um, and I always liked John McAfee. You know, I always liked him. You hated him, but you know, you. Well, and I'll tell, I'm going to tell the story. Why he was I don't an like asshole him. to you, um, but uh, yeah, I, I always liked the guy. But he was just completely over the top. He was the ultimate showman. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that if he said, you know, hey, it's time for me to go, he would want to do it. This is how he would do it because he always loved the idea of being involved in the conspiracy, and you know, he was always making up conspiracies and stuff like that. And I think this was his ultimate final uh, both troll job and, um, you know, attempt to leave one last craziness in his his legacy. Okay, hold on. Let me let me ask a question first. Okay, why not wait to get on the biggest stage you can get on by going to court in America? Um, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but like I said, the the last photos but I saw you, of him, you would he, admit though that that was the biggest stage he could have been on if he's going to be the showman, though. Yeah, maybe, but you know, I mean, bigger than a fucking Spanish prison. For here's sake. here's the thing. I just when it comes to you know someone getting murdered, especially someone getting murdered in a place where it's very difficult to murder someone. You know, if he got shanked or something, it might have been a different story. But the fact that he was alone in his cell and hung himself, you know, that would mean that it would have to be a pretty conspiratorial thing. You know what I'm saying? You're right. You're right. Um, so, yeah, it's it's uh, Occam's razor on this one is definitely that he did it himself. And, you know, his his ego, like you said, and his flair for the, you know, the, the crazy and the crazy dramatic is, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, all these things. He knew that if, especially after the Epstein thing, he knew that if he put that seed of doubt in there, he would be talked about, you know, more than if he just killed himself. I, I mean, I guess I, I, I'm i not going to say you don't make some valid points because right. you do. Right. You do make some valid points. I just. And I, I just want to say I am going to miss the crazy bastard because, you know, uh, love him or hate him, he sure was entertaining well i didn't here's the thing i didn't like the guy but i didn't want to see him die in a spanish prison well i, I yeah, did not want right. to see him die in a spanish prison I, yeah. did, I didn't want to see him die period i just didn't like the guy and i didn't like the guy because he acted like an asshole to me yeah you know so which you know whatever you know what is what it is oh i will tell the story because i was asked to tell the story so here's what happened i worked the l or the the rl you know the lp it was, L, it was the lp national convention in 2016 yeah. yeah and that's when mcafee was running for president and he just acted like an asshole to me the entire time he was there, and his people acted like assholes to me the entire time they were there. Yeah, they his wife was a real bitch to you. And, and his wife wasn't nice. Yeah. And he accused us of being racist at that point, by the way. Yeah. Because it was just like, you know, because you guys won't let us in because she's black. Like, and it's nothing to do with that. It's because you're an asshole. I mean, right. what the fuck? Yeah. You know, matter of fact, I told his wife, I'm like, you know what? You guys are pissing me off so much. If you win this nomination, I'm voting for Trump. Um, <laughs> right. So. But at any rate, but I, cause I like before I walked into that convention, I actually kind of like McAfee. Right. Like I think I donated to his campaign. Yeah. He was one of the campaigns I donated to. I just you know he's a a, a beautiful crazy bastard. And, that, and you and know that's, that's true. really what it is. He's he's a. It's it's nice to know that people like him exist in the world. I agree with that. That's really where I come from. I'll I will agree with that. I like to know that there's guys out there that are you know 
<laughs> hiding out in Belize and you know tra- traveling their world uh, traveling the world on on a yacht to avoid uh, you know <laughs> any criminal jurisdictions you know yeah. I, I, with 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 air 15s yeah yeah that's just it, to me that's like uh, it, it, it's good to know that uh, you know there's there's people out there like him and the world will be a little more boring, boring without him yeah, yeah that's yeah. true so but yeah i'm I would have to say all things being equal. I think he probably did kill himself because I can't think of a motive um, that would be worthy of the resources necessary to get to him in prison like that. Epstein, on the other hand, clearly, (laughs) clearly, there were a whole lot of people with a whole lot of motivation and a whole lot of power and money to make sure and ability and ability uh, to make sure that he, you know, never, uh, never testified. So you see what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's a whole different story. But with McAfee, you know, the stuff he was on the run for was, you know, a, a, a murder rap in Belize. And Which what they weren't really coming after him for that, though. Right. It was more yeah. the tax evasion stuff. Yeah, it was it, tax evasion. It's like nobody's going to off you for tax evasion or, you know. Well, a, he always claimed that he had a bunch of information on the deep state or whatever. Right. And yeah. he was going to let it all go. A dead man switch and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. So, well, yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. And that, that is the one thing that's going to be telling. Like, if that stuff doesn't come out, then a lot of the things that he said yeah. are going to be like, well, that's not wasn't true. Well, yeah, he's got a history of making wild claims and then not fulfilling them. I mean, <laughs> well, that's true, too. So, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, to be fair to the guy, I don't I don't think there's anything coming out now. Yeah. I'll tell you what this did, though. Hmm. I didn't realize how many people actually knew of McAfee and liked him right on, on my feed. Until the day after he died, because my feed on Facebook blew up with yeah. nothing but pic- you know, pictures of McAfee with him, with you know, with other people. Like I was like, wow. Yeah. Like I didn't even realize how big this was going to be in like the the grander scheme of things. Like well, my yeah, own feed, though. He he traveled in our circles quite a bit, so. Yeah, I know, yeah. but like it was just one of those like you know I I, I, I didn't see that coming. Like I knew there was going to be some people, but I felt like I saw it like I. Like it was just nothing but post after post after post after post. I mean, it was just like right. I'd go down trying to scroll to find something else, and I couldn't find anything else. Yeah. So, but um, that happened, which you know that again that sucks. Yeah. Uh, but it is interesting that the one thing I find really interesting was that last Q tweet, you know, yeah, or, or, or uh, Instagram post, whatever it was, um, you know, because the the Q thing just won't die among some people. I was talking to somebody this week, and I'm not going to say who. But they're a full on, you know, sit there watching uh, Newsmax and OAN all day, every day type person. Yeah. Okay. And so they're, they're coming me, to me talking about QAnon and like, do you know what it is? And <laughs> yeah, I was actually, you know, watching it at the beginning and, you know, knew it was a true troll job from like pretty much day one. You know, I remember when it was on 4chan and uh, I actually know one of the guys who was making tweets, you know, and, and it was it was a fucking troll job. And that's why literally none of these prophecies have come true. And I'm, I'm telling the guy this. He's like, no, you don't understand it. He says, um, it started here. And, so, and I'm like, no, none of that happened. I'm telling you exactly what happened. It was an anonymous account on 4chan. And that's where this came from, you know. And uh, again, he, he says, no, there's two groups out there. And he's like, one is the Q and the other is the Anon. And they're all part of the deep state. And they're all hiding and they're all making sure. And they're, you know. What? Uh, right. And, and he's like, and they're just waiting to make their move. And I'm like, you know, if you really believe that, tell me one thing that QAnon or Q or Anon has put out that has actually come true. Yeah. Name one thing. 
He's like, well, you got me there. Like, are you fucking Hold on a second. You've done all the research and you got me there? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's this. I don't understand. At and least there's some people that will come up with something, even though even if you want to stretch it out. What I'm saying is they've actually reinvented the narrative. And now they're telling a completely different story than how any of it happened. You know? They've like completely discounted that it was just this one guy with Q clearance, which is Department of Energy clearance on, you know, on, on message boards yeah. originally, which it was. And it was, again, it was such a fucking obvious troll job, you know, but and now they've evolved it into this other thing. It's like I'm, it's almost like I'm watching, you know, Scientology evolve in the 1970s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's really what it feels like. And it's like amazing that these people go in for it and that's another thing is i think that by just putting out that one cue and nothing else what does that mean what could that possibly mean other than to get a bunch of people talking about them yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> i mean he a, knew that is a he, good point though yeah yeah so and again again i think it's better if that's the truth that, you know, he was, he was tired of running and tired of, you know, fighting and getting old and getting sick. Cause I had a pretty old man. He was in the seventies. Yeah. Um, so he would just, you know, probably tired and, and didn't have it in him, but he said, well, and I I'm going to do though, one I think last his dad thing. did commit suicide too, though. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I, I don't know that, but I think there, I think there is, I think there's suicide in the family right somewhere. So yeah. I think that those that are, Again, while I don't think that committing suicide is genetics, I think that sometimes well, it could be. You know, it's, I, I'm sure it has a major effect on your yeah, psyche. I think the know, behavior and where you if a parent depression kills and stuff yeah, like that can right. be part of it. So, yeah. So that's that's my take on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just I don't think he, I and don't the think fact, he killed himself. And though. the fact I still don't. Here's the thing: the fact that now when the medical examiner comes out and and you know all the evidence comes out that he did actually kill himself, there's still going to be the conspiracy. You see what I'm saying? Because oh look, now they're covering it up. You well, see? no, that's true. Because <laughs> right. here's the thing: yeah. I don't trust. Like when it comes to the the one, I, and, and legitimately so, you you can't trust. You know, this but stuff you're saying anymore. it's it's yeah. it's because of that lack of trust. That exactly you have that McAfee can do this. Yes, exactly. Not, you're not wrong. <laughs> I know you're not wrong. Because here's the thing: I don't and he trust, knew it. He I don't trust it. the media. I don't trust government officials. I don't trust right. any of. I, I don't trust anything anymore. Yep. I am done with. I have no trusts to give. Right. None. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I used to be trust, but verify. Now I'm just verify. <laughs> I'm just. I don't want to. No, I right. don't believe you. Yeah. I'm like I don't believe you. No. <laughs> like I just don't believe. Now you I don't anymore. necessarily believe the opposite either. No. Right. No. No. <laughs> just because you're wrong doesn't mean your opponent. Everybody's is, wrong. Right. You're all just wrong. Everybody's. <laughs> everybody's fucking wrong here, man. Right. Everybody's wrong. Nobody's right. Yeah. Fuck you all, man. Yeah. That's. Uh, I'm really at that point right now. Where that's my reality, man. Yeah. I just don't really. <laughs> you know. And that's probably another thing about going to the, the convention that I. Here's the thing. I don't care anymore. Right. That's one thing. I don't really care. But if I if you if I, you can make me enjoy myself, right. then that's fun. I can enjoy myself. Yeah, it sounds like you had a good time. Oh, you know, I had fun. I had fine time. And again, I got to do things that I nor you know, when do I get to go on stage and make fun of Massey for being an MIT right. and, and call it a cheap for Well, university? you still care a little bit because I, I won't say what you were actually uh, talking about, but you were talking about how they changed a platform plank and you were yeah, like, yeah. you know. Well, so but yeah, but only because of the... I mean, I guess I understand your point that you're making there, though, yeah, but I don't really it, give a it, shit either. You're, nah, you're, you still... If it would have lost, I wouldn't have cared. I know, but you're still hacky enough to 
But yeah, I'm definitely still <laughs> yeah. hacky in that. Yeah. So. No, no. Hey, look, here's the thing. I've never asked for a changing of my um, of my uh, my title. Right. Libertarian Republican political hack. I've never right. asked for a changing of the title. Right. Because I got to own that like an alcoholic has to own an alcoholic. Right. Right. So I always have a little bit of it there, and I'm always well, and, susceptible to it too. And, and, Just like alcoholism, I'm always susceptible to it. You know, it's funny when I came up for these these uh, descriptions for us. Uh, you know, initially, yeah. Um, I, I, I they just perfectly fit because that's, that's really they what you still are. do. They still do after all this time. I'm a born again anarchist and a political has been. Yes, you know, and you wear the title well, my friend. Absolutely, yeah. So, so in fact, now uh, after uh, the guy questioned whether I exist or not, I'm not even sure if I do exist. If you don't exist, this has been the greatest self-troll job in my head that I've ever seen. How do you know it's not in my head, though? Because you don't exist. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, non-existence kind of sucks. <laughs> That's why you exist, Adrian. Oh, I, I, I do? I think so. I think, therefore, I am? I'm 85.7% sure. Well, I'm, I'm, pretty, I, I'm about 93.27% uh, sure that we all live in a simulation. We're all just non-player characters. I'm in fifty-seven point five six five percent agreement with you. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're basically, and you won't get this reference. We're all basically uh, walking around uh, saying, "I would have been an adventurer like you, but then I took an arrow in the knee." <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, some of our listeners are going to get that. You, you ah, won't. shit, yeah. I yeah. didn't get that so, one. I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, so uh, we got any news to talk about? Because we're already like three quarters done with the first hour. <laughs> oh, are we really? <laughs> we're at forty-five. Yeah. All right. So there is one other thing. Uh, well, let me get to a couple of these things first. So the first one is 30%. And again, let's talk about QAnon. 30% of GOP voters believe that Trump will likely be reinstated this year. Oh, my God. You people are, you are so fucking, fucking stupid. Me? 30% like, wait, of Republican voters. So they think, they, think, they think at some How? point this year, they're going to say, oh, yeah, Biden's not the president anymore. We're going to put Trump back in. Like, who's going to do that? <laughs> No. <laughs> who, who do they think is going to do that? Oh, actually, hold on. Let me just say this. No, no, no. Wait, I want to flesh this out a little bit. Do they think the attorney general is going to do that? <laughs> do they think the Supreme Court's going to do that? Do they think Congress is going to do that? You think there's anybody up there in positions of power that could actually pull that off that want Trump back? <laughs> you know? No. <laughs> hold on. Let me tell you something that's even crazier, by the way. 13% of Democrats think the same thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's Giant 20, meteor 2024, man. 26% of independent voters, 13% of Democrats. Like they it th is a sizable percentage of the population that thinks Trump's going to get reinstated. It, did, I, 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 here's the thing. I'm thinking that half the people that responded that they believe that don't understand what reinstated means. <laughs> you know, maybe, 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 they, it's maybe the, they're thinking maybe they're re just arguing over the definition. Yeah, yeah. I, because it, and they think that this summer's the next election. I, I guess I, it, you know, who knows with people, yeah. but I can't imagine that that many people actually believe that. Yeah. And these people fucking vote. See what I'm saying? This is the fucking problem. You have people this is why this you're an anarchist. fucking stupid that are dictating who rules me. Fuck, how dare you fucking people? You don't have the right to get to choose who governs my fucking life. That's why I don't vote. I don't want any rulers. Why would I vote for a ruler? Oh, God, you fucking people are so stupid. Oh, it's painful. You know how hard it is to do both voices at the same time when you're that animated? <laughs> 
Oh, oh shit! All right, so now I got another story to tell. So we have another news story to tell. It's a Florida man story. We so rarely do a Florida man story, but we got one. here. And there's always one we could do. Oh, there's it's, always it's one. It's like every week we got at least one Florida man story. Florida man allegedly pulls a gun on a Starbucks employee over botched order, but not just to any employee. <laughs> police chief, uh, police chief Delma Noel Pratt told media that her 23 year old daughter was berated with verbal and physical threats. So. This guy pulled a gun over a botched order at Starbucks, and the person that he pulled the gun on was the daughter of the chief of fucking police. Yeah. Did she also draw? No. But let me just say this, though. It's pretty funny. Like, you're going to jail for that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you are not going to get the uh, uh, first offender, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. s- six months uh, uh, probation on that you one. You go into the jail for this one. Yeah. She says, forget about the badge. Forget about the title. That's my child, she told the Miami Bay Station. And I thought about, am I going to see her again? Is she okay? Of course. She was upset. She was crying. And so I had to go into mom mode. But also with the ability to fucking have that motherfucker arrested. Omar Wright was arrested on Thursday in connection with the incident on charges that included aggravated assault and armed robbery. He was being held for a $10,000 bond. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Armed robbery. I mean, if he was just trying to get his order right. <laughs> he probably didn't pay for it at that point. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's, that's why probably, it's going to be considered yeah. armed robbery. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, they first were going to throw the fucking book at you. Well, first of all, the guy deserves it. You don't fucking pull a gun on someone because they got your fucking fast food order. That happens so often. I don't understand that phenomenon. People just go nuts about their fast food order being wrong. It's like, yeah, really? I mean, yeah, that that Big Mac was so important to you. It's like I don't get that. Hey, well, well, hang on. I yeah, do. you're one of those people. No, I get it. <laughs> you, you, I mean, I don't think I would want to pull a gun on somebody. Well, I'm glad like, you don't think you would want to pull a gun on someone. No, I, I'm I glad care. to know that you're so confident in the fact that you're not going to actually, you know, uh, uh, threaten to murder a, uh, a, a, you know, $15 an hour uh, fast food worker. Yeah. I've gotten mad at him, though. I'm not going to lie to you. I've gotten mad at him. Well, though. you get mad at everyone. You know, that's so that's kind of your that's thing. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I try to be calmer. I have been calmer with some fast food people, but if you give me an attitude, though, I can, you know, I can snap, though. Yeah, it's like a burger, man. You know, I mean, the worst case scenario, you just get pissed, pull off, and you're out, you know, $8. Oh, I've done that before, too. <laughs> yeah. So I've just told him I fuck off and left. Nah, I've no, I've that. never actually done that. I, I, you oh, know. I've done that a couple times, actually. Yeah. So I just tolerate it when shit goes wrong or, or you know. Like or with K, uh, KFC used to have uh, the the Nashville hot flavor, right? And so I went to the drive thru one time, and they didn't have the Nashville hot flavor, right? And they didn't even have any of those flavors anymore, right? And I was like, you know what, man, fuck off! And I just, I pulled off. They go, we don't we don't make them anymore. Well, I'm like, well, you're not getting my business then. <laughs> well, yeah, you need you need an uh, episode of Rick and Morty to talk about it because then they'll bring it back. Oh, yeah. Why is that? I never well, watched Rick and Morty. So really, no. Nah, oh, you should. It. Good show. Uh, but uh, yeah, they uh, you remember uh, uh, when Mulan came out. Uh, Rick and Morty had the chicken nugget sauce that was called Szechuan sauce or something like that, or you know something yeah. like that. Um, well, <laughs> at, at the end of an episode of Rick and Morty, they started saying McDonald's needs to bring that back. You know, it was just a manic rant about yeah. Szechuan. They brought it back. <laughs> they need to bring back the Nashville hot sauce. There you go. Do, See, that's what I'm talking about yeah. is if you put it out there on this show, maybe they'll catch wind of it and bring it back for you. God, I hope so. Yeah. So. I really like, you know, it is, I don't think I really like the Nashville hot sauce. It was the perfect hot. It wasn't too hot. Like it stung a little bit, 
but it didn't sting so much that you had to have something to drink. Right. So I was like, you know, I liked it though. Yeah. I I don't know that I ever tried. It. I'm not a big KFC fan. So I'm a Popeyes guy. You were a Pope, yeah. Or even churches. I heard that about you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, hey, Taliban's uh, taking over Afghanistan again. Good thing we spent uh, 20 years and uh, a bunch of uh, American lives and limbs and uh, a trillion dollars uh, stopping that from happening, huh? Good job, America. Okay, let me ask a question. Let, let me or let me say it in a way that I would like to. We were have 12 a and three. Now we're 12 discussion. and four. Well, no. Here's the thing: <laughs> you were never going to be able to do anything in Afghanistan from the beginning, anyway. Right. When it comes to like, it's you like, could go there and kill people, right? But you can't take over anything. Nobody in history has ever been. I mean, Alexander the Great couldn't even hang on to Afghanistan. Yeah, <laughs> you know? the Russians were there. They couldn't. Do Russians anything. couldn't do it. No, no, nobody gets Afghanistan. Because here's the thing. But the crazy go. Did fuckers. we keep the Taliban somewhat in check while we were there? Yeah, somewhat in check as much as you could keep somebody in check right. but they were just going to expand as soon as you left though yeah so you either had to a stay there forever right or you had to not do it to begin with or just kill everybody or just kill everybody which right. we, we we won't do that for some reason yeah well you know honestly that should be our our bar for war if you're not willing to go in and, and literally nuke everybody just kill kill everybody if you're not willing to do that then it's not worth going to war Period. End of story. I got to tell you, I kind of agree with you on that. Yeah, like it, I do have that, I do have that view of foreign policy that, like, if we're going to declare war on somebody, there's it's then yeah. we need to be like the most evil motherfuckers that we can be. Oh yeah, because th- you only got to do it once. Then yeah, that war needs to be over in forty five minutes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and, and and not prosecute the people that took ears. And see, the beautiful thing about that is nothing would ever reach that level. No, it wouldn't. There would be nothing that would ever justify that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, that that should really be our standard is, you know, I, yeah. there is no there are no levels of war. War is either total war with absolutely no limits or we don't do anything. Yeah, you know? because every time we try to do some half ass shit, this is what happens. We get a bunch of people killed on both sides. It was usually about 10 times more of the, the people we're killing than, than our own troops. Yeah. But, you know, we, we get a bunch of our own people killed and maimed. Uh, we spend a, a trillion dollars and, uh, you know, nothing happens. It's uh, second we're done. It's back to the same old, same old. I mean, we keep doing it. You know? Yeah. No, I'm kind of with you on this, by the way. That, like, here's the thing. In my, in my personal philosophy, I am not, I don't want to see us get rid of the military. Like, I don't want us to not have a military. I do. It's useless. But I would have the numbers be way switched out. Like most people would be reservists. Right. You know what I'm saying? There'd be most reservists. Yeah. And there'd be a small active duty force. Right. But if we ever declared war, though, I would be like, okay, we need to fucking just murder these motherfuckers. Then. Right. Like it, it, you need to have a reason. Like it needs. Yeah. Like yeah. you need to be justified in your evil actions. But we don't even need a military. You know, there are countries all over this planet that have such a their military is basically their police force you know yeah. and, and guess what everybody leaves them alone yeah you know and here in the u.s you have the most armed population by far on the planet well, if we true. were ever invaded okay it would be the most um if you think afghanistan was a quagmire imagine someone 
invading the U.S. Trying to occupy it. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't be able to. No. Well, not without no. losing tons of people all like, the time. Here's the thing. The movie Red Dawn. Remember the movie Red Dawn? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Love that movie. That was a dramatic understatement of what the resistance would be like. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, just uh, totally understated. Uh, so we don't actually need a military. Now, if people can argue, hey, we, we there's nukes out there, you know. Yeah, but that means you got to kill everybody, though. Yeah. And that's the thing. That happened this week. That, right. Uh, uh, Biden's dumbass said that this week. What? He he mentioned like you know if you're gonna go up against the government well we're gonna nuke you basically oh yeah <laughs> all right you know what I'll make that deal with you but I get to stand in Washington D C when you do it <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd probably make that that uh, exchange yeah, here's I'd make the, that sacrifice here's the craziness part about that though is that this guy's gonna come out and say that basically like well you you can't do nothing because we have the nukes. <laughs> and then, and then, hold on. And in the same city, another one of those leaders is like, "Our democracy was almost taken over because of January 6th. <laughs> right. because a bunch of unarmed fucking old people walked through the doors of the fucking Capitol. You motherfucking pussies were all cowering in fucking fear. I don't but know. You- the guy with the bison hat was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hold on, hold on. So basically, what you're saying is, is that we have to ban AR-15. And fake plastic horns. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was what we got to do. I can put an eye out. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi almost lost an eye in that shit. Right. And imagine her with one eye and fucking that stupid fucking mask on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I don't get. Like, you're going to act all tough in one second. But the next thing you had a bunch of geriatric motherfuckers that, that crossed a no trespassing sign. Right. And all of a sudden, that's the end of fucking democracy as right. we know it. They broke a window or two. Yeah. Yeah. And you shot one of them in the fucking neck. Right. Yeah. Like, are you fucking... Look, they stormed the Capitol. They wouldn't have known what to do with you even if they fucking caught you. Right. Yeah. And some of the cops let them the fuck in. That's the other thing. Some of the police officers there, some of the Capitol Police let them in. You know why? Because they weren't fucking scared of them either. Right. About the time that they couldn't, you know, get a latte and order pizza, they would probably just go home. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. It's just a bunch. It's so dumb. Nobody thinks through anything they say. You know, that's, that's the biggest problem. It's just people, they think without thinking. Yeah, you know they believe the bullshit. Yeah, and it's it's so fucking. Stupid. Oh, and let me okay, and let me mention this part. Okay, there's another article that's in there. Over thirty thousand U.S. veterans of post nine eleven wars have killed themselves. Yeah, since two thousand and one. Yeah, that's the ongoing cost of uh, you know Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah, according to Brown University Cost of War Project, established in twenty ten to account for the loss of lives and taxpayer dollars spent on U.S. wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, an estimated thirty one or thirty thousand one hundred and seventy seven veterans and service members have killed themselves over the or the, wow. over the last nearly two decades. Wow. Compared with. 7,057 members of the military who have been killed in combat. Wow. wow. Four times more people committed suicide than we actually lost in any of the wars. There you go. Are you fucking kidding me? It it just goes to show you that, uh, you know, the the toll is higher than uh, than you think it is. But uh, anyway, that's uh, that's it for us. We are out of time. No, the first hour. Yeah, we we blew through that. But if you'd like to hear more, uh, be sure to join us at patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, be a subscriber. You get that cool coin. And now you can know that fucking you have the same coin as uh, Congressman Thomas Massey. Patreon.com, unattended baggage. We'll see you on the other side.